0: Hey guys, we're back at it again. Attack the Attack 360 podcast. Hey, I just want to say thank you to everybody's listening, everybody's following. Um, again, when the podcast, if you feel like it benefits somebody, please pass it along, uh, share it, okay? <coughs> All right, so well, of course we know that Rosie's um, out on hiatus doing her uh competition stuff and you know she's gonna be gone for a while and um so it's gonna you're just gonna have me for right now (laughs) until i'm able to get some other stuff going on um just like it was in the beginning right uh so i just want to give a special thanks to the rnc community center uh this last weekend uh just because uh we did have a really good turnout on the uh, self-defense workshop Um, and i'm going to start adding more of that onto the website as well and of course it's attack the attack 360 self-defense again you know this the workshops that i that i do on the side teach on the side whenever i can uh, and uh, everything that i do it's all about defending yourself. It's all about protecting yourself and being ready at all times. Uh, It's not to make you a bar fighter (laughs) or a fighter in general. It's, you know, the self-defense that I show is to quick, easy escapes and helps you go and get help. Um, Even when it comes to weapons, right? Anything can be used as a weapon. I've talked about that on the podcast. And so it turned out to be a really good. a really good uh, workshop this past weekend. A good turnout, lots of good questions. Um, instead of only doing two hours, I went three hours uh, in the workshop because of all the questions, <laughs> and and there were really good questions, you know, um, and scenarios, and we just had a blast and had fun doing it. It was a uh, women's self-defense workshop, so it's really cool. Um, so guys, you know, again, I just want to give a special thanks out to them. And you know what? I was thinking, <coughs> excuse me, some of the questions that they asked is also good for me to talk about here on the podcast. So granted, right, the main thing that like I get asked at, at all, everywhere in all workshops or even in random conversation is the majority of them will carry firearms now if you have your license to carry or uh, and you just automatically carry your your firearm with you it all depends right and the one individual the one lady that asked um, her question it was all about so how would I protect myself if I'm carrying a firearm and my attacker gets you know, close enough to where they grab my firearm. Okay, so the way I answered that question. And and like I said, right? Uh, when you train with a certain weapon, you have to make that weapon your best friend. Okay? You have to really train with that weapon. You really have to know how to use that weapon. Um, and then you also take find a course. I mean, tactical training is good, right? So I mean if you're standing at, at the at the range and you're practicing with your arm your firearm and you're shooting and you're just randomly shooting at a target standing in one spot doing it, hey that's fine because you're practicing your, your target practice. Taking it a step further would be tactical firearm training. So meaning that how you maneuver your fire your firearm uh, at close range, uh, shooting right from the hip, shooting right out of your holster if you have it in a holster, uh, shooting at your target, uh, practicing walking and uh, shooting. Like you know, like you see in those videos where they're in the competitions, they're sharpshooting and the uh, uh, and they're walking, of the course, and they're shooting uh, the targets, or even what they call a two-gun shooting, where you're using a, a shotgun or a rifle. And then you switch to pistol, and you're going back and forth. Uh, you know, in in the type of training that you're doing, um, <clears throat> that's all good. You know, but at the same time, you have to practice over and over and over, and learn how to maneuver your weapon. You know, if you're having a shirt over your your gun and your holster, and you're out in public, you have to keep in mind. All right, it's going to take me X amount of time to lift up my shirt draw my firearm now am i gonna draw my firearm at eye level at my target and shoot or am i gonna lift up my shirt draw my firearm right out of my holster keeping it level with my hip turning my gun and shooting at my target from there and then raising it up to shoot again if i had to so those are things you have to think about right and that's what i was explaining uh at the workshops it's that or at that workshop uh, to the lady that asked that question, even when her her question was, well, how do I know, you know, if the person gets close enough? Uh, again, you have to use your judgment, right? Um, and I even, I have, uh, when I'm doing workshops, I have fake uh, knives, like rubber knives, or they're metal, but they're, they're a flat. It's called an impact blade instead of a Uh, slicing or sharp blade edged weapon, right? So I'll use those during the the workshops. And so I'll have one on me and I'm randomly talking and, and demonstrating, okay, you don't know me from Adam. So let me go ahead and throw a scenario. Let's play a scenario out right now. How would you really do this? Right. And then we'll go through that scenario. And I'm just being friendly or I'm just talking but I close in the gap or the distance between me and her and she was like I wouldn't have even thought about even raising up my weapon or even your that because I got super close to her to where I was able to grab her she still wasn't able to grab her weapon um so it just takes and I told her I said look it just takes time it takes training you have to really train with that firearm you have to make that firearm your best friend you know you have to know if your magazine is uh, loaded or unloaded you have to feel the weight difference you have to um, know your weapon inside out clean it get to know it Uh, and you know it's just part of training it's like everything in life you need to know how you're gonna like even if I was uh, carrying a knife right I would have to know okay What suits me better? Am I going to carry my knife in my back pocket? Am I going to carry it in my front pocket? Am I going to have it on my belt? Right? Uh, You know, you just start thinking about how am I going to carry my weapon of choice and it's easy for me to grab and use when it's time to use it. And so you just have to keep that in mind, train with it, work with it, make it easy for you and just keep practicing right now can your weapon be used against you yes it can right if you're not trained properly if you don't train and practice over and over again to your to make it to your advantage and your opponent takes it away from you yes of course they can use it against you you know again if your opponent gets if your attacker that gets close to you and they take your firearm away from you well guess what They're gonna use it against you, they're gonna shoot towards you, right? And same thing if you have with a knife. If you pull out a knife, guess what? If you pull it out too late or if you don't know how to use it properly and they're able to take it away from you and use it against you, then you're the one that's gonna be hurt. So keep that in mind, when you train with a weapon, firearm, bladed, impact like a Stick or a bat, and it could be taken away from you. It could also be used against you. Okay. Um, so then, another question was, how do you know when you know if the person is bad to where they're going to come towards you or not? Right? If they're going to attack you or not? Now, I understand, <laughs> you know, that, that that type of question with the way they were a- asking it, but. Here's the thing. You don't know if someone's going to be bad. You don't know if someone's just asking for direction. You don't know if someone's just trying to get your attention and try and say, Hey, I need help. You don't know if that person's going to trick you and try to rob you or hurt you. You don't know. Okay? But the best way to do it is keeping your distance. And I know I talked about this in in previous episodes and other episodes, that uh, knowing your distance... Uh, between you and your attacker or just you and your whoever in general if I don't know someone and I'm talking to them or they're getting or they're getting my attention I want to make sure I have enough distance to where I can't kick them I can't touch them I can't grab them or punch them I want to have a good distance if I have a weapon on me or a firearm right I want to be able to make sure that I position my body to where they can't see that I have a firearm and I'm also ready to grab my firearm if I needed to. It's, it's just a matter of, okay, how do I do it? How do I train for it? And you, then you do it, right? Um, so you always want to keep your distance. Now, if you're right-handed and you're, let's just say you're using, I'm going to use a firearm as an example, a handgun. Um, you and it's on your right side, on your hip, and you have a a shirt that's big enough and it covers it and whatnot. But then turn your body sideways, okay? Just like your normal fighting stance. You know, your if your right arm dominant, your right hand is going to be back, and your left hand is going to be forward, right? So you position your body to where you turn sideways a little bit. Like a fighting stance, and when you're carrying a firearm, you just position your body more, you turn it more sideways, and that way, when you reach for your hip, your opponent can't see what you're reaching for. Okay, but at least your hands on your hip and you're ready to draw if you had to. Okay, and if they're getting your attention, you make sure they're at a distance, and then again, you just converse back and forth or you just I'm not interested sorry I can't help you Uh, it's better if you go inside that gas station and ask them for directions you know stuff like that just keep it to where they're away from you don't let them get close to you if they start walking close you know what start walking back or putting something between between y'all like a barrier something that will give you distance something that will give you enough time to get away and get help if you had to Okay? But again, you don't know who's bad and who's not, right? It's it, it not you know you can be tricked. you can it, it's just a matter of being aware. and you always have to be aware. You always have to think about what should I do if this happens? I hate to say it, but you know nowadays we have to be like that. I'm like that all the time now, and I hate it. You know, it's like we go, uh, this this week we started Fiesta here in San Antonio, Texas, right? We started Fiesta. So, for the next couple of weeks, downtown is going to be crazy packed. People are out having a good time, walking around, watching concerts, you know, going to all these different booths, um, you know, and, and just having fun. And so... You know, like we went to Oyster Bake, what we call it, Oyster Bake, and it's a it's San Antonio College, there's a college there, Saint Mary's, and they have Oyster Bake and so people are showing up, it's packed, there's like four concerts or five concerts going on, and people are just walking around. Yeah, there's sheriffs and yeah there's police officers. And, yeah, you have to go through, you know, a, a checkpoint to where, you know, make sure they pat you down or they use a, uh, uh, a wand to make sure you're not carrying any weapons or anything like that. And, you know, you go in. But, again, anything can happen at any moment. So it's just a matter of how you deal with it, how you, you know, walk through the crowds. Are you If someone bumps into you, are you going to be rude are you going to say, hey, no worries? Or are you going to apologize yourself? Because even though you didn't do it, you know, like myself, if I'm if someone's walking they bump into me, I automatically turn and say, hey, excuse me, I'm sorry. You know, even though it's not my fault. Why? Just to prevent shit. And then they turn around saying the same thing. Hey, my bad, sorry. Hey, not worry. It's okay. It's cool. And you just continue, right? But not everybody's like that. So, like, for me during this time I stay away from crowded areas from big crowds to where you can't really walk through and you have to be very careful you know uh, from what I understand April, well I'm trying to get a psychiatrist uh... to talk with me because it's also uh, Child Abuse Awareness Month and um... guys just be aware, you know, watch out for kids and. If they're abused, if you see signs, you know, um, you know, where they're, uh, if you see marks on them, if you see them, you know, their mood swings, their changes, you know, they have, you know, they're not really social or they're anti-social, should I say. Uh, if they're not eating right, if they're being picked on, you know, talk to them, see if, if you can help out and, uh, remember child abuse is not just, uh, with adults it's also with other kids to older kids and uh, it's part of bullying right but it's, it's still abuse verbal abuse physical abuse so it's child abuse awareness month last month was domestic violence month so again I've done uh, an episode on that in the past uh, I'm trying to get someone uh, a psychiatrist to come and talk with me about child abuse uh, just so we can have more uh, information out there. It's also um, sexual harassment. So I'll be doing that next week. Uh, talking about sexual harassment. Uh, and it's... And, and I understand a lot of people's point of views uh, when it comes to sexual harassment. Yes, the majority is males sexually harassing females. But it's also, um, you have to also understand and keep in mind that women also sexually harass males too. It goes both ways. And in this day and age, yeah, it does. Everything, everything goes both ways. You know what I mean? So, you know, men sexually harass women, women sexually harass men. And it just happens now, uh, a lot more so. And, um, so, just letting you guys know, I'm going to do a topic about that next week. Um, I did say I was going to be talking about um, styles of martial arts. And I was hoping to do topics with Rosie and then on my own talk about the styles of martial arts, uh, different styles, you know, like taekwondo, muay thai, judo, jiu jitsu, and so on and so on. Um, but it looks like what I'm going to probably end up doing is talking about certain subjects on my own, Uh, and in at least two weeks out of the month, I'll talk about uh, certain styles of martial arts, um, or certain styles of art, should I say, combative art, and uh, go from there, you know, just so we can get some more information out there for you guys, Um, and again, I'm trying to get more workshops going. So if you guys are in the local San Antonio area and you guys want to have a self-defense workshop at your facility, let's just say your job or whatever, I am mobile. So I'll drive out to you guys and and we can go over some self-defense stuff and talk about, answer any questions that you guys have in mind. Um, and then at the same time, I'm also trying to find a place that I can maybe rent out once a month, you know, like a like a small gym or whatever, then I can just go and hold up a, a workshop class, uh, a two-hour or three-hour workshop class, one day out of the month, and uh, now I can start doing those too. Um, this year's a really big year. We're really trying to push more out there, get more information out there, uh, get more workshops going, uh, that way, you know, everything that comes in, uh, the goal is to uh, refund, you know, or not refund, let me the wrong choice of word, uh, everything will go back into the podcast, so like for more merchandise, and then of course the merch, and that's another thing, you know, this past weekend at the workshop, we sold a good amount of uh, merchandise, which was awesome. right guys it was really awesome I really appreciate that and again once we get it up to par to where we get really good on the merchandise sales a percentage of that is going to go to a shelter all right so like a a child abuse shelter or a domestic violence shelter and so that's what we're that's the goal right so we're we're getting there we're getting there (laughs) and guys I really really appreciate you guys sharing the podcast and um you know, it's just, it's just awesome, really, really awesome, all right, so next week, I'm going to be talking about sexual harassment, again, thank you for, uh, RNC Community Center for allowing us to do the self-defense workshop out there, and again, we're going to be doing those once a month, try and start doing those once a month, um, even at pop-up markets, so if here in the local San Antonio area, if I'm able to get into a pop-up market, probably starting in May uh, next month, then we'll do that. We'll hit up a pop-up market, and then that way uh, you guys could support the podcast and buy some merch, uh, coffee cups, shirts, and whatnot, stickers. I'm going to start putting new merch out on the website. We're getting new merch made as well uh this podcast is going to be short <laughs> all right i just wanted to talk about you know what went on at the workshop and i really really appreciate it guys please be safe right if you're out there in fiesta here if you're local here in san antonio you're going to fiesta please be safe watch your 360 okay pay attention just because you're out there drinking and having a good time doesn't mean stuff is not going to happen to you stuff can happen and if you're drinking take an uber don't drive drunk please be safe all right Uh, even if you're not drinking other people are so just pay attention right okay guys be safe god bless watch your 360 and i'm out